0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is the Curious Anarchy podcast. Um, In fact, I should stop calling it a podcast. It doesn't really quite fulfil what what we're really about, does it? No, no, not at all. Because, you know, Curious Anarchy is a lifestyle. It's not a podcast, it's a lifestyle. Um, It's a way of life. Welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, Curious Anarchy, uh, another episode of Curious Muse. Today we're going to be um, talking about, huh, mm, in somewhat, some way, shape or form, freedom. Um, yeah. I'm That's why it's
1: a way up. of life, because we're talking about freedoms.
0: I'm just talking about it. Um, sorry, I'm just looking something up um, right now. Okay. And, uh, okay. Definition of freedom. One two and three okay so one the power or right to act speak or think as one wants two the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved Yep. and and three the state of not being subject to or affected by something undesirable right
1: can we take it one by one because I think it's interesting to break it down right now Mm -hmm. take the first one again
0: the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants.
1: Right, now that's fine. There's a clause at the end that goes, as long as you're not hurting somebody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because what I was intrigued about this week, and it fits into this very neatly, it's all around freedom, Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm going to come on to another one with number two, but certainly for this one, our Prime Minister Boris Johnson... Now, in a free society, we would be able to say, "Enough is enough. You've lied to the country repeatedly, and it's about time to stand down."
0: In in a democratic society, in a
1: democratic right? society, that would be enough. What he's done this week is he spent all of the week diverting away from the issues that are about his resignation, i.e. the. The, the complete disregard for the, the society by having parties, and 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 going against every grain that the whole of the country was rowing towards, by having parties and you not know, admitting to them and then lying to Parliament, just consistently, you know, someone would stand down just for one of those items. Not not not, not now that they found 20 parties have so far taken place. were 20, 20 people have been fined. You know, so. Someone would have stood down by that. What has he done instead, Jermaine, this week? He spent some, the week. Somebody with
0: somebody with some sense of moral compassion right, and understanding yeah. and you know, real sense yep. of togetherness. Yep. Now what what's he done this remember, week? Remember right at the beginning it was hands, face, I don't know, chase or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah. And, and and then it was uh what was it? Uh, we're in this together.
1: We're all in this together. Do you remember all that? And then When 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 it was first alleged in Parliament that the parties had gone on, he said blatantly to Parliament, there have been no parties at number 10. And when some of his party came up to him and said, look, make a statement, say there's only been one and I wasn't there. And he couldn't make that statement Mm -hmm. because they said to him, unless there's others, go and make that statement. So he didn't make that statement. So he had already admitted at that point he knew there were others. But what he's done this week, interestingly, is, is, is the best form of defense is attack. He's, he's attacked other situations. So who has he attacked this week? Well, first of all, he's attacked athletes who have changed their gender. Right. Right. So he's sort of saying he doesn't think there's any place for, in society and athletics for people who have changed their gender. And this has opened
0: up a whole can of
1: words. Right. And But it's, a, it's opened up a whole can of words because he wants to take the conversation away from why aren't you resigning? That should mm. be the only conversation this country's having right now. Forget all these other things. That should be the only conversation this country's having. But you, we you now have...
0: Push the buttons. That's right.
1: The exactly that. So this week's button is transgender. And it started off with one of the ministers saying they were asked a question... Uh, Sorry, it was, um, I'll tell you who it was, Rhys Mogg. He was asked the question, do you think trans... So, men that have changed to being women, uh, representing women in women's events in athletics, is it okay if they still have a dick? Now, his response... And don't forget, this is the 22nd century. His response was to quote the Bible.
0: (laughs) We're a Christian country, right? <laughs>
1: hey, hey, listen. If in he... doubt,
0: hide behind the Bible.
1: His answer, this is was his answer. Now this is remember what the question was? This was his answer. God created man and woman in his image.
0: Wow. Okay. What, what is it he's actually insinuating there?
1: No, nothing, nothing. He, he does he, what he's insinuating is I'm not going to answer the question. <laughs> he has not answered the question. Like the question was, is it okay for a, a man who's transformed to a woman still to have a dick if they're if they're in an athletics event? And that was how the question was put. I'm not changing. I'm not making it you know commonplace by changing the terminology. That's how it was. Or to have a penis, let's say. Right now, he his answer to the question was, and it was asked twice. In the Bible, it says, God created man in God's image. So not only has he quoted the Bible as a source of 22nd century uh, Judas prudence thinking, he's also not even answered the question. So, So today, Boris has answered the question.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: And he said it's not okay. In his idea, in his world, men should be men and women should be women. That's basically what he said. You can look it up and quote him more more, more um, accurately. But that's more or less what he said. I can't stand these people. But but first of all, it's distraction. And secondly, you talked about, re- read the thing about freedom again.
0: Which one? Number one or two? Number
1: one. No, number one.
0: one. The power or right to act, speak or think as one wants.
1: Not if you're transgender, apparently, according to our Prime Minister. Hmm. And only if you're created out of the Garden of Eden, according to uh, Rhys Mogg. <laughs> so, the second thing our Prime Minister has done is is go on the offensive about Ukraine.
0: Of course. That's, his, that's of course. his little cash cow right now, isn't it? Right.
1: Which is great. So, how has it changed? Now he's on the bandwagon, you know, we can't allow... We can't allow Putin to have done all this nonsense. So now that he's said all that, what's he actually done physically? Oh, wait a minute, nothing. So the power to act and speak what you like without doing any actions, that's fine. So there's your freedom. Well, he's, he sent weapons to Ukraine. Uh, not this week. like not, And, and also not weapons that are, are, are of any use. The countries that are sending weapons of use are people, countries like Poland, because they're nearer to it and they understand what's going on. Even the great speech that Biden gave yesterday, there aren't really the weapons coming that they need. They keep talking in terms of absolutes, but not with actual physical, practical help. Now, I'm not saying they should or shouldn't send weapons. I'm just saying, you can't stand up and say, we're 100% behind you. And then, and When they say, yeah, but we need weapons, you're still, a month and a half later, you're still not sending them. Because what would happen if they sent them is that we'd be involved then in a war with Russia.
0: You're back. Literally, we missed about... Oh, well, sorry. Seconds of you there.
1: Sorry, uh, so I'm saying what I'm saying to you is, if they sent weapons, which is what Ukraine is asking for, we'd be involved in a war with Russia.
0: Well, see that that's the thing. Is it? <laughs> there's this thing about um, racism, right? Whether whether it is or it isn't, or even now whether it's inherent or implicit. Like, are you inherently? helping, assisting Ukraine in this war being part of it or is it by implicit?
1: <laughs> well, you, you, no, you're 100% right but both sides are playing a very careful game because Russia knows that the West is helping with weapons but they know they're not doing it openly like, they're not taking planes to the border of Ukraine saying here yeah. you go Yeah. so well, because they're doing it that way it's okay as soon as it happens by the first time that way then all hell will kill loose now I'm not necessarily certain that Russia's um, in a position to take on the world, if you like. No, they're unless, not. Unless... In fact, uh, I would like actually... Go on. Unless China helps them. Then... China is the elephant in the room in this conversation. Because hmm. no one ever th- talks about China, and they are in the background watching everything.
0: And I just, I mean, you mentioned uh, ooh, I'm not even sure if I ever mentioned it previously, but um, I know that I've read an article that suggested that there was some sort of uh, laser weapon in use um, in the Australian Sea. Yeah, you do. You China, have to yeah, you By do, China, man. allegedly. So, yeah. whilst the, the, uh, this was like back in uh, maybe the first week or so. What well, first yeah. week and a half. And so what we've had is all of this distraction, this concentration of, of um, what do you call it, focus um, in Ukraine, and then China have kind of slipped out the back door.
1: Exactly. And, and that's always going to be the case because China isn't certain where they want to be right now in this conversation. Mm, mm. So they're not in a hurry to get involved, if you know what I mean. But mm. on the other hand, it would be, it would be short-sighted to assume... China is not going to take a side in this. Do, do you see what I mean?
0: Absolutely. And I think that's that's kind of the, like you said, the, uh, what's it in the room? The I elephant in the room.
1: I call it the elephant in the room because we do not know where this is going to go. Mm. I, was
0: yeah, watching, um, I was watching, I was watching like a, a little info video. And they um, are kind of doing the, the totals, of the different types of weapons that, Russia has versus the rest of the world. Um, oh, sorry. Russia versus America. Um, yeah. And so this is just, you know, Russia's, America's a huge country. Um, 330 million, larger population than Russia. But still, you know, they are a, a superpower, if you want to call them that.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: But there are a number of weapons that Russia has close to, if not more than, but the majority, America absolutely washes the floor with them. Right. Now, <laughs> considering that, Considering that you know that you're up against someone who has this huge arsenal and artillery. Yeah. I don't think they really want to do that. And this whole oil thing that's been sort of banded about, um, Ukraine takes up something like I think it's forty percent of the uh, exports. Yes, go through that's what Ukraine. I
1: said. I said that to you before, which is why yeah. Russia's conquered the part of the country that is conquered.
0: Yes, yes. That's the reason that
1: they've gone for that section of the country because that, that's exactly the reason. It's a very um, important territory. But but you're you're veering it's off, you're veering off where we were in our conversation, because mm-hmm. you you've got you've gone from freedoms to practical, uh, like uh, materials things that we're going to need, like food. What about the freedoms of Ukraine? Well, that's what... This is what I was trying to... This is what I was aiming at with their conversation. There we go. To me, is that it now? Are we done? <laughs> We're helping the people of Ukraine by talking about that we want to help them. Mm-hmm. And what Boris has done, and what done, is they've... Their response, instead of... For example, as far as I know, there's still £2 million coming from Russians to the Tory party. For, as an example there's still properties in the uk that are owned by russians Where, let's say there were 20 20 oligarchs they've only hit about 10 of them so there are 10 still about and about doing their thing But what, instead what they've done is they focused on the um the daughters of putin oh man right exactly so when you talk about freedoms let's be clear what we're saying here the real freedoms we're talking and, and, and you know, bear in mind the conversation we had last the release of that woman from, from uh, Iran, only finally when Britain paid the money it could have paid all that time back in the day. So none of these things are done by accident. And, and what we're seeing is, what we're seeing is people's freedoms being rough, rough-rided over in the pretense of defence of democracy. Which of course, it's not, because if it was defensive. Right. Option, the first day uh, Ukraine was attacked, it would have been supported militarily.
0: Right. right, right, exactly. Right.
1: So they're not doing that. So what they're doing is playing a clever game where they're playing both sides. What they actually want is Ukraine to come join NATO, and then, and it's like it's everyone on their terms again. You see.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Now I've I've seen uh, on the old Twitter. Uh, the Ukraine have been calling on NATO to provide all the weapons it needs. As right, this is, what, this is what I've just been talking about
1: with you. That I'm saying they're not providing the weapons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what might be interesting is, if we're going to talk on that, we need to go to the second point you, you said about freedoms. Read your second uh,
0: description of freedom. Uh, the state of not
1: being imprisoned or enslaved. Right, there you go. Now, that's the key part of this. What we're seeing is a situation where a lot of the world now is being enslaved by COVID and war. So we can say for almost four years now, people haven't had the freedoms that in a lot of countries they took for granted because Uh of COVID and war.
0: Wow, what a uh, a period so of! So my isolation. question to you,
1: my question to you was going to be, aside from people obviously having money still, but if you took money out of the equation, how different is what we've been through over the past three or four years uh, to to slavery in term, not in terms of the physicality of being enchained and all that, but but a sort of mind, a mental uh, slavery. Pretty much, was, yeah.
0: Pretty much. I mean, you know, for for many of us couldn't leave our area or our exactly, exactly. local sort of
1: constituency, as it might be. Um, and even, even now, if you wanted to go abroad with Shiloh, I might be wrong, but my understanding is you would need to prove that you've had the injections.
0: Yeah, prove that you've had injections or, depending on the country, um, negative tests.
1: But but we haven't had discussions around that. We've been told to do these things. <laughs> So, for example, there was a discussion around football fans, whether you had to, had to have the injections to go into a match once they started letting fans back in.
0: I wasn't aware of this. This is really interesting because... I interesting, what's more we interesting the, about this was... the uh, the Djokovic thing with Australia. So, of course, it makes sense. Well, what,
1: well, what's more interesting, Jermaine, what's much more interesting, is coming back to what I talked about last year, is yes, you did have to have injections, But when people were turning up, the stewards weren't checking. Mm -hmm. So in other words, you could get in without any checking. Do you think
0: that that kind of pressure is worth
1: putting onto stewards? Well, I I said to you last year about the police. When they first started telling the police they were going to have to arrest people for being outside in parks and things, if you remember, the police, the chief of the police said, well, what's the actual law here? Can't tell us to arrest people. We don't just arrest people, full stop. We arrest people under a law. So what's oh. the law that they're actually oh. breaking? Oh wait, so hold on. So what about SUS law? Oh, oh that's that's different. So you have the right to, to stop someone. If you if you suspect them of something but that's not but that's mm. not arrest that's mm. detainment mm. that's not the same but, thing
0: but but where does that suspect sus- suspicion come from
1: well uh, you uh, look, okay mm. you're right technically under the virus they could have s- stopped people under the sus laws, but they couldn't have forced them to go home which is what the whole point was
0: I think um they some forces in I think it was Yorkshire kind of bullied their... uh their members, their communities.
1: Yeah, but 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 they couldn't force... I mean, all they can do is issue fines. They couldn't actually arrest... You see, technically, if you're breaking a law, you get arrested. I'm just talking about the freedoms here. We're not talking about the ins and outs, of the specific of, of, of policing or the virus. I'm talking just about freedoms. If you were going to say, in certain countries in Europe, if you broke COVID law, you could be arrested. That never happened in this country, because like with everything we've been talking about today, no actual law was put in place for the police to act on. <laughs> so, 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 coming back to... Typical did, the typical story. the typical story. So, when you come back to what you just said about the stewards, it's the same thing. What are the stewards actually looking for? They haven't briefed what they're looking for. So, imagine you and I went there and they said, have we both had an injection? And you go, yes, and I go, no. Well, where's the evidence? <laughs> They haven't got a clue what they're looking for. They haven't got machines to check on your phone that you've had eject. They got nothing.
0: Imagine that. So, what are they looking to do now to equip them with medical equipment? No, no. But I'm saying I think the assumption is that people will conform without. You know that meeting. whole that whole. And I know that this is a bit of an aside, but that whole thing where they scan people now, like I find yeah, that, yeah. I find that really, really
1: weird. All right, but that's an aside, and you're right, and it's a, it's a lack of freedom. But I'm just talking about this. In a case like that with the football, uh, and perhaps we're traveling in airports, I think they're assuming people will self-conform. The mm-hmm. slave will, will become slaves even without their chains. Well, I think that's the assumption. A hell of a responsibility, that's for sure. I think that's the assumption. I think that is the assumption, but, but I mean, here's a simple question for you because we're now talking about relative slavery. Let's talk about absolute slavery here for a minute. Mm-hmm. So the people of Ukraine have been bombed to fuck, right? Buildings destroyed, people bombed. People have been shot with, with their with their arms um, in handcuffs behind them, and they've been shot in the head. Mm-hmm. Read
0: me that description oh, okay. of freedom again. It's, it's it's this is this is my whole thing. Before. Like I don't care. Like, you do. Don't
1: say you don't care. You do care.
0: No, it's it's like I don't care who has the disagreement. Like war should never be that. If you two have a fucking disagreement, get in the fucking ring. Uh, oh, listen, get, 100%. get in the fucking boardroom and have that conversation. Do you know what I mean? You
1: you if you remember, and, sons and daughters and fucking moms right. and
0: dads and shit.
1: Bro. If you remember, we said last week that Elon Musk had said to. Putin, I will happily go in a boxing room with you or a cage fight with you. So I agree with you. Elon Musk agrees with you, funnily enough, which is the first time I think I'm on record here saying that Elon Musk agrees. with Jermaine Gregory. I think there's there's some ulterior motive there. Well, I'm sure there is, but I'm I'm saying for the record, it's the first time since we've done the podcast that Elon Musk has come out and agreed with Jermaine Gregory. So there's a first. But um, but (laughs) my point of this is... What about these people's freedoms because because i'm not advocating any side against any I, my side is the people and what i'm seeing is people being uh, having their freedoms taken away from them one way or the other it's being taken away and they're being taken away under a guise of acting like um how can i put this the under a guise behavior. of But but if you talk about under Trump, or under uh, Boris, or all these people, under Putin, they're acting like they're acting for your freedoms, but actually they're taking your freedoms away. Mm. It's about time we said, let's do away with political leaderships and let's just have the people running this planet. Um, Because it's gone um, too far. I I want to say, Jermaine, I stand with the people of Ukraine and Russia. I stand against the Russian government, and the British government, and the American government, and all the other governments, history will judge not the people of Russia, only her leaders. Indeed. Indeed. So that's how I stand. And, and, you know, when we talk about freedoms, it's crazy in this day and age that people have, have restricted their own freedoms around the world because they tolerate this kind of totalitarian ideologies through the media. I mean, people are still believing the media, for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Just crazy. laughs> this, 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 this,
0: uh, you know something i was having a, a back and forth with someone over facebook and um, they sent me uh a, a link to an article and i think it was like uh, it was the 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 one beginning the two words d and m and the other one beginning with g it was yeah. one of those two. And I thought, I laughed to myself. I thought, this is actually hilarious. How are you sending me this article as proof of something? Yeah, Knowing absolutely. Knowing that the media absolutely. forms your biases. It shapes and moulds I mean, how, we, how we, society is supposed we, to feel We know
1: like the, the, the magnets, the o- M-A-G-N-A-T-E-S magnets, who own these, these, these pillars of news information. I mean, what... Three quarters of the world's news and entertainment is owned by Rupert Murdoch. I mean, what are you well, expecting I, I think, in the I free think, world?
0: Uh, no, no, we'll, we'll keep that one. Actually, I was, I, I was I think I'm thinking of making a, a list of banned words that we don't. Right, use.
1: Fine. But I wanted to put it up because because I remember in this country there were two huge people in charge of the media. There was um, Robert Maxwell, whose daughter has gone to prison for assisting in, uh, Epstein and all that pornography yeah. shit. And, yeah. and the other one is Rupert Murdoch who's, who's systematically destroyed Australia, Britain and America in terms of news information.
0: Mm. Look where we are now. This is why Curious Anarchy exists.
1: Exactly. So when you said earlier we're not a podcast, we're a way of life, that's 100% true. We have to change the, the mindset. We have to free ourselves of mental slavery because this is ludicrous what, what we're accepting. You wouldn't accept this for your children why do you accept it for yourself and on that note
0: I well hold on right before there, you go people.
1: before you get into that note I just want to say one thing uh, we're back in a situation in the UK again where hospitals are turning away ambulances because there are numbers of people that are now attending hospitals again the strain of the so-called virus is now bigger numbers than we've ever had and yet they're acting like it's all gone. Oh. I just I just need it out, I need it said out there because we need to accept the things that things have not gone back to normal, even though people are acting like they have. <laughs> and the other thing I wanted to bring up, and I think this is really important, because it's important in terms of the corruption, you know, just one little example of the corruption. Um the Chancellor of the Exchequer.
0: Oh yeah, what's he saying now?
1: No, it's it's his wife. His wife has got a thing now. Until I heard this Oscar, I hadn't Wait, heard. Wait, hold this on,
0: program. hold on, hold on, hold on. Is his wife in government? No. Okay,
1: cool. Proceed. She she runs a company that is that 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 works out out from Russia. That's the first thing. Oh, the second how, thing is how what a convenience. Yeah, exactly. Coincident, and secondly, and she's <laughs> happy to enslaved. carry on running it. She's <laughs> happy to carry on running it until it got into the press, and then she suddenly shut it down. Uh, and she earns billions of pounds from this, from, uh, and it was a company founded by her billionaire father. And he is actually the wealthiest politician in the House of Parliament. Mrs. murty is a an Indian citizen, even though she lives in the UK and is married to the Chancellor. Right mm-hmm. now, she doesn't pay tax in this country because, and this is the phrase I want to use because see, every now and again we see why our freedoms are taken away because suddenly things appear that weren't there before, like we never referred to, we never drew reference to. She has non dom status. Mm-hmm. Can you explain what that means to me, Jermaine? Now, non domiciliary,
0: as in she she's not. Um, what? Not what? Well, Say finish that sentence. Nationalized, or is it? Oh, she's she's not. She's not got a passport, a British passport, basically.
1: Like, no, no, that's not what it is
0: at all. A, na- <laughs> no, a non-dom. What, what is this? She doesn't. She doesn't. Her address isn't here. Like that, like, it's not her. A non-dom
1: is a UK resident who declares that their permanent home or domicile is outside of the UK. Mm. You're going, mm, but her husband. But Lives in number eleven, right, right, right. So, am I missing something here?
0: But she doesn't. So she's married yet. think she doesn't married, live with her, yet, so, live me, with
1: her husband.
0: Some, yeah, that that I don't know. Maybe they have that kind of relationship. Some people do.
1: Well, we, don't we need evidence before we just accept something like that?
0: <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> and the, the funny thing about it as well is that. All these MPs—they're supposed to. They've got,
1: they got two daughters. So how does she look? They're after obviously, them?
0: doing quite well. I take it they may well have a
1: nanny. Well, they also got properties in Santa Monica in California, but that's by the by. Mm. And then mm. she does pay tax in India, as well. That, that, that's that's not worth mentioning at all. No, it's not. not but I'm just not saying. Either. I'm just saying. I want to know where she actually lives. <laughs> I don't believe that she doesn't live in this country. I don't believe she doesn't live with her husband or her children. I just don't believe that.
0: You reckon she lives like on the Isle of Wight or Guernsey or something? I
1: wonder if there's a law that says if you live outside of the UK for 36 days a year, you, you can class yourself as non-dom.
0: <laughs> it's likely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she I mean, makes she sure exactly that the... she spends
0: every single day there, right up until
1: that time. <laughs> That's exactly what I think. That's exactly <laughs> what I think. And And... Because you have that this company is a billionaire company, what's the issue of them paying tax here?
0: It is absolutely phenomenal. Because I want to,
1: can I just mirror this? I'm, the best way to end this is to everyone's listening about freedoms. The best way to mirror this is to say that Boris Johnson said today he thinks mm. this it's going to be tough. This, you know, this thing that's come into place with the um, the tax that people have got to pay now, the extra tax.
0: Yep, national insurance because that's gone up.
1: Mm. Right, do you know, he said it's. It's going to be tough, but it's the right thing. It's the right thing to do, because we need to help the NHS, the nurses, and the doctors.
0: Can you imagine? They promised the NHS a one percent pay rise. Are
1: you telling me you're putting a oh, 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 oh. national that, insurance? Before that, they promised three hundred and fifty million. Before that, they promised three hundred and fifty million on that bus, a week. <sighs> and, Where is that? And, and, we're, and, we're, and the chancellor's wife is non-DOM paying tax not in this country
0: <laughs> it's an ugly yeah, this part. together
1: tonight. don't forget don't ever forget we're in this together
0: <laughs> we're all in this together we're all and in this
1: together that,
0: that, it just absolutely reeks
1: so I wonder what you need before it's you see your
0: elitism can you imagine yeah, right exactly I, I wonder Indian what you family. need to I, just for a moment right uh, I don't know. Uh, one of your neighbors, an Indian family, right, who came over as part of the whole uh, Commonwealth thing, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole Windrush season. Yeah, that yeah. That lasted like two decades. Um, come over, they've, they've, they've worked hard, they've got themselves together, and, and somehow one of them does isn't declared as living in the country. Who has that kind of setup that they can evade the rules in that way?
1: Hmm? None of them. Who has Who that kind it? of
0: setup that they you can store money do- offshore in these big elitist accounts, stacking up, sitting there doing nothing?
1: Well, no benefit it, to anybody. If, no benefit. Jermaine, let's
0: put this, to Germaine, anybody.
1: Let's, put it, let's let's put it this way: if you married a woman, let's say you went on holiday to. I wish I'd send you somewhere nice Zanzibar and you met a woman there. let's say she was a Zanzanian or whatever and you, you married her you fell in love with her she came here she still can't stay in this country as your wife
0: she has to she'd apply have for to go to... back then wouldn't she she'd yes. have to spend all, all the days that she can here and then go back and then come back again right no she'd she
1: only come back that's when she how applies. these things work she'd have to apply for a visa to come back and stay here and she may not get that visa because they might not believe the wedding's genuine mm-hmm I want you to compare this with the story we've just been talking about. This woman can spend X amount of days out of the country, come back when she wants, not pay tax in this country. (laughs) I'm just trying to compare. Wow. And
0: and yet she has a business. She has businesses in this country.
1: Yeah. And in America and in Russia. Wow. So she's
0: clearly doing quite well, I guess. I, I mean, mean I don't she's know. not We've doing as well
1: as... She may well be struggling. Who knows? Well, she's not doing as well as Curious Anarchy in terms of she doesn't have a moral conscience. But but other than that, she, she's doing okay. You know, she's getting by, uh, and the kids are okay. They can pop into any of the properties in Santa Monica or what what we're here uh, and everything. Um, and and we can see that your wife has to stay in Zanzibar because she's not entitled to come back to this country. And I think the defining factor would probably be that you two haven't got the kind of wealth that the Sunaks have got. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And, ding, ding, uh, ding. We are in this together, Jermaine. That's all I want to say.
0: We are all in this together. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been much appreciated. Um, I just want to ask you all, if you are listening, I say if you are, of course you're listening. Of course you're listening. Hit us <laughs> up on the Twitter. <laughs> what a question. Hit us up on the Instagram at underscore Curious Anarchy.
1: Come in, Mark. I want to just say this. I can't... I'm trying to imagine a world without Richie Sunak, and I could. I want to try and imagine a world without Jermaine Gregory. I can't. And so, therefore, people hang on to what's important in your lives.
0: Thank you all so very much for tuning in. It's been much appreciated. It's been a, a wonderful foray Curious (laughs) News Right here on Curious Anarchy It's not a podcast It's a lifestyle (laughs) I'm liking that Freedom Good 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 morning Good afternoon Good evening And good night Good night